Hey all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and today I'm joined by Pete and Matt. How are you guys doing today? Good, man. How are you? Pretty good. Good, good, good. Pete, you doing good? Pretty good. Uh, you guys, you guys are the writer and the artist for the Bardic Verses. All right, but who wants to drop us down with like a synopsis real quick? Kind of give us a quick rundown of this. That's a word guy. Uh, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> that's a, we we split our duties between word guy and art guy. Uh, okay. I'm, the wor- I'm the word guy, so. Uh, a synopsis for Bardic Verses. It's about um, a bard, the storyteller, musician character uh, who's trying to escape the long shadow of his warrior family legacy. Um, he comes from a long line of warriors and he, you know, he, he didn't pick up the sword. He picked up the loot instead and decided nice. to pursue like storytelling and, and song over, uh, you know, swords and sorcery. So we kind of, uh, we follow him on like his adventures adventures. I use that loosely. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, he's like a part of these adventures, but he doesn't really do a lot of the quote unquote heavy lifting. Um, He's just kind of there like taking, uh, you know, watching basically. He's sort of like a non-playable character. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, we, we kind of follow him throughout these, these different stories and, and uh, you know, we watch him evolve. Uh, over time through those stories okay okay uh and you guys worked together before this right I, if i remember if i read your guys' bio correctly um not not exactly um you know we 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 actually work at our day jobs like we're mm-hmm. we have the same day job and that's how we met um, okay that's kind of like where the romance started so to speak <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. it was love at first sight yeah pretty much like <laughs> You know, I had a bunch of stuff hanging up around the office, just different doodads that I drew up during meetings, like pass out to coworkers. He was seeing that. Meanwhile, I was hearing, hey, there's this guy that wrote comics. You guys probably have a lot in common. You should talk. And we just kind of like met up at the holiday party that year. Um, yeah. Matt was working on um, a, uh, an anthology, um, uh, Kayfabe Volume 3, which is like a wrestling anthology. Uh, mm-hmm. Asked me if I was interested in doing a pinup. Um, so, uh, aside from that, no, we, this is, this is, this is project number one for, okay. for this Sumo and Collins joint. <laughs> okay. And you guys, you guys, uh, um, basically solidified or started, uh, started the project at the Christmas party, which is pretty progressive for most Christmas parties don't end up that way. So that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I also know that you guys, uh, we have, we have some D and D classes. I want to make sure to get out there real quick, because this is important to understand where everything's coming from. Matt, now you've got a level 10 druid bard uh, furbolg, right? Am I saying that right? Yeah, so that's, uh, um, th- those are like our, our fake descriptions on our website. I don't actually, right. I am not the D&D player of the two of us. That's Uh-oh. all Pete. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, so then Pete, I, I'm, I'm a D&D player myself, so we got we to talk about this. What are you? What are you rocking? Then is this what I got here? Your uh, bardic fighter is that real, or you got oh, something else? Oh yeah, no, well, no, not that's that's not what I that's not what I play. Uh, typically, okay, I'm playing a bard right now, kind of. Uh, yeah, my brother runs something incredibly loose. Like at this point, I think our schedules are so messed up; it's almost quarterly. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, back in my heyday, which was you know years back, I was um, I was more into like playing like clerics. Uh, specifically, mm-hmm. like like in Forgotten Realms, like the Faerunian, um, you know, uh, specialty priests. I was big into Second Edition. Uh, yeah. When I started, so it was like it was all about like specialty priests and you know things like that. So um, 
you know, gravitated toward like, you know, priests of war and, uh, you know, uh, paladins of tear, that sort of thing. But yeah. But yeah. I myself am a cleric, so I, I feel the cleric blood right there. <laughs> I feel, I feel, I feel those classes are the best because they like, they like kind of like narrow you in, right? Like you could be yeah. a fighter and you can be anything, right? You could be a wizard, yeah. do whatever. But if you're playing like a specialty priest of like, you know, the god of whatever, you gotta, you gotta play that. So. Oh yeah. I would, yeah. It's a lot of fun because, you know, you're so pivotal to the team and stuff like that. Plus, yeah. you can have some tricks up your sleeve to really kind of save the day in unique ways. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you guys did damage, but did you see that thing where I knocked the whatever off the bridge? Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So then for you, Matt, where does your inspiration come for, for something like a bard character? So, I mean, it, it's kind of in the, the job description, right? Like he's a storyteller. That's what I've been my entire life was a writer, yeah. a storyteller. So like, um, again, and, and sort of, you know, we kind of paint the bard character as like the, the underdog, right? Like no one wants mm -hmm. him in their party, really. Like he's sort of like, it, it, he's more of a, of a, an albatross, if anything, like he, he causes more problems than he solves. So exactly. I wanted, I really wanted to to play with that. Like I wanted to, to have this underdog even almost like the ultimate underdog like not only is he a bard but he's a bard that comes from this like prestigious uh line of 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 great warriors like famous this huge lineage of famous warriors and like he's the the, the one black sheep of all of them that 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 isn't that you know and he has mm -hmm. to constantly deal with people going you know you're the son of 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 sea roar this great warrior and you're you're not you're not a warrior like what, what like what, what are you thinking you know what i mean like yeah. and and you know how do you think that they feel about that and then and blah 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 like he just has to deal with this constant like barrage of of people you know people in the book like refer to him as bard like it's like a it's almost like a bad like a bad word um yeah so i i really wanted to to deal with him like having to to come to grips with that and, and really process what it means to him to, to be uh, the black sheep and, and how he deals with that and sort of how he grows, um, you know, from just being, a, you know, the bard to something else. Right. So when you're, when you're making this character and you decide to go anthology, how do you carry the growth of the character from each story? So, uh, I mean, it, it is an anthology. It's, it's, so it's, it's like loosely an anthology. So basically the way it's, okay. it, the way it's framed is he's playing uh, a set list at a tavern and each, each song or each story, each verse, that's why it's called the Bardic Verses. Each verse is a different um, story and it's a different art style. So basically we're kind of translating him playing different styles of music as um, Pete drawing different styles of art. Um, so it is an anthology. It is a collection of different stories that can be enjoyed on their own. However, they do all connect. Like we figure, we find out that this is all a series of journeys to, that led him to this bar that he's playing these songs at. Um, and there's a reason why he's there. So we, we find that out. Like we, we find, we follow him through these journeys um, to where he ends up at the bar and why he ends up there specifically through the whole book. Okay. Now, uh, from my understanding, this isn't your first uh, go at writing a comic book, correct? Yeah, I've been doing this um, on and off for about 12 years now. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Is there anything from your past works that have brought you brought into this one? Uh, mostly just uh, love of dialogue. Um, that's basically what brought me to the dance in the first place. Uh, you know, I, I really latched onto like Ultimate Spider-Man as a kid. I I, uh, I would read anything that Brian K. Vaughn would write because he was like a master mm-hmm. at dialogue. Um, and I just brought that just love of, of like having fun, like witty dialogue in comics. I feel like comics are a lot more enjoyable when they're not like, you know, uh, it's not all about like, you know, hey, there's a villain over there. Let's go punch him in the face. Like, I like yeah. like fun conversations and 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 like dumb jokes and things like that that we can kind of squeeze in there. And this, I feel like this book has plenty of that stuff. Okay, yeah, something that it sounds like a skill that you developed over time, and then you got to bring forward and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Uh, now for your art style, there, Pete, we see that yeah, the anthology each comic or each story seems to have a different art style. And I, and when I'm looking through them, I'm looking like okay, this is like an '80s metal album. This one's very Disney. This one's like an old school comic strip. This one looks like a D&D handbook from, you know, those old school D&D handbooks. Yeah. Uh, what, what lets you know which style you need to go with for that story? Oh, good question. Uh, you know, Matt and I have been in constant contact for, you know, the last year-ish, year or so that we've been working on this. And um, a lot of it just kind of comes up naturally. You know, um, there's been times where they'll say, hey, I got this idea for a story. He'll you know, say something and I'll be like, you know, it would look, would look good there. Uh, Bill Waters or, you know, mm-hmm. he'll, you know, I'll say something like, man, I really want to draw something kind of gritty and like nineties extreme, you know, let's poke some fun. In yeah. Cause it's so easy <laughs> to, but let's do it with class. And then he mm-hmm. kind of injects himself. Like there's, there's been times where like, um, you know, he says something and I come up with it. I come up with it. He says something like it's, it's purely collaborative. Um, uh, I've got a laundry list of stuff that I still want to kind of pay homage to that mm-hmm. if there is a volume to that, I will definitely be squeezing in. Uh, okay. But yeah, like it, it was, it was just whatever seemed to fit, like whatever first came to mind. That's kind of I think what we went. With. Okay. Is this your like first professional art gig? Or have you been working on art before? First term, I think that's. <laughs> well, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> at this point, I think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Um, you know, I uh, I got my feet wet with the pinup that Matt, you know, had um, had kind of laid the path for me to uh, to contribute to, and um, I just I I fell in love with it. Right, like this is something I I wanted to do a long time ago, and uh, you know, comics. Nobody gets wealthy off of comics, right? So, um, you know, I have bills to pay just like every other person. So, um, you know, my my career kind of took precedent and I went a different route and kind of parked the dream for a bit. Um, but now the, the, the gates have been kicked wide open. So, um, yes, this is my first thing, but um, it sure as hell won't be my last. That's great to hear. Now, did you hone your skills as just, you know, an artist fan that you thought, like, I'll just draw things at home? Or did you actually, like, try to study this and go to school for it or, or anything like that? Wow. Great question. Um, so I actually, the intent was, um, I'm, I'm going to go way back. Actually, when I was little, I used to draw like crazy. Um, I mean, I mean, little, like we're talking four or five, right? Like that's kind of okay. Yeah. <laughs> draw a lot of nature kind of stuff, you know, typical little kid kind of thing. Um, I had some amazingly cool grandparents that opened up a hobby shop in the early nineties. So I had like the cream of the crop for like, 90s comic books at my disposal in bulk you know yeah you know 
X whatever spawn, you know, all that stuff. And it was, um, and it was there that my interest kind of like peaked and my art started to turn. Uh, and from there, it was like constantly like making characters in my free time, visualizing like, Hey, this, this would be a cool story. Um, I did consider going to art school, uh, for a while, for a long while. Um, that was the plan. Um, I was, I was even looking at like the Kubert school, um, in New Jersey. Um, I had applied to that, unfortunately, um, decided that it was in my better interest to take a year off and then, uh, had a family very young. So all good things yeah. long run. Um, and, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. Early families means that, you know, your, your dreams got to pause, but not be, you know, <laughs> stopped. Yeah. You know, that's, that's my biggest inspiration here, honestly, uh, you know, yeah. is to show my kids who are now older, like it's cool to park the dream for a bit. Just make sure you go back. Yeah. Yeah. Backup plans are, are nothing to laugh at. That's there. Yeah. what pays the bills and keeps the roof going yeah, for a reason. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and start talking a little bit more about your character here. Um, oh, I had his, oh, uh, um, Martlin Swordhand. Is that correct? Swordhand, right? Yeah. It's, uh, we, we, we both Pete and I pronounce it differently, but it's Mar Martin or Martin Martin. Uh, either one okay. is fine, but yeah, Swordhand is the last name for sure. Okay. So Definitely with a last name like that, came from a warrior family. There's no no escaping that. Does he stay? Because normally, you know, the bards are singing those songs, and it sounds like he is at one particular tavern. Is that tavern kind of close to home where the family name is weighing heavy on him? Um, I, I think so, no. Um, I think in the grand scheme of things, no, it's not close to home. However, like, his father was that famous where, like, okay. wherever he goes, somebody mentions his dad and, you know, sort of... Um, admonishes him for not following in his father's footsteps so his dad is that famous um his whole family is that they have an entire cemetery where they're all buried um <laughs> and they all have like some version of that they're heroes on their tombstones like on purpose um yeah so yeah it, it's not even that, that it has to be by his house he he's just that like his dad is that famous a character like this i would expect he has a brother or sister does he have one a sibling that might be? Oh, that's even worse. No, nope, he's <laughs> an all only on him. child. Yeah, <laughs> he's an only child. Um, and he just yeah. again he bears that burden of of having to deal with people comparing him to his dad. I like that because I think the normal trope would be give them a brother or sister that kind of lives up to the name, and then there's always that comparison, and then it's you know finding value in the character that's not like the family. But this is different. This is constant pressure, which I think we've all felt in one way or another from our parents and how we exceed in that. Um, you're saying that this is going to be a story looking back and then eventually we'll catch up throughout this first run that we're getting with this initial uh, campaign. Will we see it catch up to modern time? So, uh, yes. I, and when we say modern time, it's going to catch up. We're going to start, we, we start, um, with him at the tavern and then he goes through kind of, he goes through a little bit of his dad's backstory. Then he goes through kind of his journey to get to that tavern, but we end the book with him like finishing up his set at the tavern and then what he does after that. So yes, it, it catches up to present day. Okay. And uh, not to kind of, you know, predict a future campaign or something like that, but in the future campaigns, maybe will we see him do another set list or will it just be adventure day by day? Oh, uh, do a set list, right? Like, he's yeah, <laughs> I think, I think that's going to be like the framing device for, nice. for the future. Um, 
again, like, so it, if, and when this Kickstarter, uh, you know, funds and, and we put a book out, we are talking about, we're actively discussing what a volume two would look like. Um, so yeah, I think, um, that's definitely going to be how we frame the stories. Like he's going to be going through, you know, telling the audience about his, his adventures. And then we're going to kind of break them up in that same, um, style and, it, and and especially like with the different art styles to to you know show his different styles of music i think that's really important and it's been uh kind of fun to watch pete sort of adapt uh those different art styles we also have some additional artists that contributed to this uh including sky dan nick carlos do you want uh do you want to show where they came in yeah so um nick and carlos were kind of with us from the beginning uh we sort of mm -hmm. We formed like a collective because uh, uh, Nick previously worked at, at our day job and Carlos currently works at our day job. So we kind of all had that in common. Uh, we were sort of we were working on a couple of different projects, um, but Bardic Versus was really the one that like captured mine and Pete's imagination and something that we were just working on constantly. We were constantly workshopping it. Um, and, you know, I was writing scripts and he was drawing. It just seemed to be like moving at a at a at a at a high pace, but not one that like, we, we didn't really have like a, uh, like a deadline necessarily. Like it was sort of very right. loose. It was like, Hey, work on this when we can, whatever. Um, so Nick and Carlos were like a part of the early stages of that. Um, so Nick is doing a pinup and he's also, he also did the character sheets that'll be in the back of the book. And then Carlos mm -hmm. did a map. Um, he drew an entire map of, of the, um, the land that, that Bardic Versus takes place in. And there's some fun, super fun Easter eggs in that in the map as well. And then, um, you know, Sean is an illustrator that is part of um, a group chat that Pete and I are in just with a bunch of comic creators. Uh, Dan, I worked with previously on um, on an anthology called Deadbeats. I, I think Dan's one of my best friends. Like we grew up in the same town, went to the same school. Um, I've known Dan for years. Uh, so it's cool to always cool to get a chance to work with Dan. Um, and I think I'm not, I'm not forgetting anybody, right? Um, now Sean, Skyler, Dan, Sean. there's a couple other ones that, that we might be throwing in there. Um, we're kind of like seeing people's availability. We might have more people right. um, added in there soon, but keep an eye on the, the Kickstarter, tbvkickstarter.com. There you go. So this is a, a real community support. Basically everybody's throwing in their hat, make sure that they show some love for your guys' project, which is always really cool. You know, what's awesome. Honestly, is that I've noticed that like comics in general is an awesome community, you know? Yes. You know, like there's so much support out there for everybody's projects, you know, whether it just be, you know, supportive tweets, you know, the availability to DM somebody real quick. If you've got a question, you know, like the support out there is awesome. Yeah. We've got, we've got a cool little community ourselves for our project, but there's the whole community is awesome. Yeah. Same thing for the podcasters. It's so nice when you can have other people out there that are everybody's in it together. So it's that's pretty cool. Uh, and then you guys have uh, Matt Crotzer that's doing the lettering. Where did you meet Matt from? Uh, so Matt, Matt's another one. I've, I've worked with Matt for years. Um, I've worked with Matt on a bunch of anthologies. Uh, again, the Deadbeats. Um, it was from a Wave Blue World. It was nominated for a Ringo. Um, he worked with him, and I worked on that with Dan, who I mentioned before. Um, and then Kayfabe which is the wrestling anthology that um, I brought Pete on to, to do a uh, pinup for Crotzer. And I did a story in that 
uh, for volume two and volume three. So Matt is just a letter that I've worked with. Um, somebody that I, I used to hang out with at New York Comic Con, he would come to my my table in Artist Alley and just like yeah. sit and, and chill with me for a while. Um, so he, yeah, he's just another one like I've known for so long and very easy to work with. Uh, I like to keep, you know, I like to to give my friends work. You know what I mean? I like to, to work with oh, my yeah. friends. Um, I like to work with new people. Like I was dying to work with Skylar. Uh, I'm a huge fan of her work. I was glad to to bring her on and 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 get a chance to work with her. Um, so yeah, it's, it's like a family affair. And then there's some new people thrown in there as well for for fun. Yeah, boy, uh, artist allies. I miss those from Comic Cons. <laughs> let me <laughs> tell you those something. Back. I listen. Like it's 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 expensive to do um you're there's no guarantee you'll make your money back there's no guarantee you'll make any money um but uh it's it's super fun to like interact with with uh people like coming by your table like reading your book you get a chance to like pitch them your book um and it's super fun to like i i use them as like uh you know seeing all my friends that that work that live across the country that i only get to see once a year like they'll come by and hang out um you know i'll go to their tables and see them like it's like it's like uh like a high school reunion kind of but much cooler because high school is terrible Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um but it's it really is the best i recommend anybody i think you know once this book is out um, Pete and Pete and I will be like tabling at shows and stuff just so he can get that like experience because it really is yeah. uh, such a like even if you're not like if you keep your expectations low as far as like what money what you're gonna make and things like that at the at the tables like it's still such a great time it's so worth it and and what a great way to like connect with other people and create these a community really basically that you're you're building through Comic Cons you guys come to Northern California you let me know I'll be there oh man I'd blast. love to I would love to. When he's playing his music, I think we all kind of have like, you know, what normal tavern music would be. Uh, is the music changing genres when he's going back? So that's the idea. Yeah. Um, okay. I think um, you, you, it makes more sense when you read it. But yeah, there's definitely um, styles of music that he plays when he's uh, in my head, how I picture it. There's definitely different styles of music. I definitely the way I picture just to give you like a little teaser, I guess the way I picture the next one, it's going to be a lot of like heavier music. Like if if his bar, if his lute was like electric, um, there would definitely be some like heavy metal. Um, There it is. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be. So just to like, I haven't, we haven't said this out loud, um, Mm -hmm. but there's going to be like, I think the next volume is going to be a darker volume. If we do another one, um, I, I'm picturing, picturing like leaning more towards like horror um, stuff and like tr- paying tribute to like horror writers and, and horror um, artists and stuff like that. So little, little teaser. If yeah. we go that route. And Pete, you've got to line up with, you got to light up with that idea of like different music genres and then leaning into different genres of media in general. Are, are you excited about all do, of doing that different kind of style? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> drawing in different styles has been an absolute challenge, right? It's, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a hurdle and a half. Just, you know, going back and forth from my somebody else's, picking up different things, having to change my stuff that I did earlier because now it doesn't fit because I picked up a habit, good or bad. Um, you know, so there's um, that's been a challenge. Um, but I can honestly say that every step of the way I've had fun with you know, yeah. um, it, it's, it's one of those challenges that like, it's rewarding when you're done with it. 
And I feel that it's just helped me grow. And yeah, we do some, we do a lot of tongue in cheek kind of stuff with the art. Um, you know, uh, I wanted to make sure that there was always something in the back, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, your, your focus on this panel is, is Martin and his story and what he's doing, but in the background, there might be something worth catching your eye. Uh, and I, yeah. I, I tried to carry those, carry these background elements over from like panel to panel. So it's like, you know, you might see something in the background of page five that catches your eye and there's a payoff for that on page 26. You know? Oh, wow. So it's like, um, it's, and, and then to, you know, to think about like the musical influence in this as well. It's like, I try to, I try to play off of that. Like if we have, a, if we have one of our stories, there's, you know, there's, there's a somber moment. So like, I tried to play off that next page where it goes back to him at the tavern as being, you know, just mentally exhausted. Yeah. And, you know, there's another one where it's a little bit more of an upbeat story. So in that one, when he's introducing, this is, you know, this song is called, and then we, before we get into that, you know, his arms just spread out. He's like, you know, busting with joy. So yeah, I try to envision like the tempo of what mm-hmm. the story would sound like and try to, um, try to flex that into like his poses and his, his mannerism. Uh, yeah. Even the way he stands, it's like slooped shoulders, maybe yeah. a somber song, something like that. Yeah. 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 And like, you know, the, um, the one, the one big thing, right? Like he's, he's a bard. He's not swinging a sword. We don't have intense action scenes with him in it per se. Um, so like, I've really had to ratchet up like expressions, like how, how, what is his, what is his action? His action is a storytelling. So that means a lot of hand gestures, a lot of movement, a lot of posing, um, for the crowd, you know, um, and a lot of, you know, just quirkiness to his faces, a raised eyebrow here, uh, smirk there a goofy face you know that sort of thing um so that that's been uh from an from an artist standpoint very challenging um super rewarding and um i don't think it lacks like that typical like oh there's no action in the story because there's plenty of stuff for the act yeah for a bard they're normally either telling the story of another hero or they're talking the way out of situations do do we see uh, Martin do the action himself, or is he talking about somebody else? Uh, so it's it's mostly him, but um, a lot of his there's a couple of stories in there where he's a part of another, like he's a part of a party, and they're kind of doing all the heavy lifting, and he is yeah. sort of so he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> He doesn't talk his way out of a situation, but he does dance his way out of one. Um, okay, yeah, and it's uh, it's pretty cool. And, and, and like, meanwhile, like his party is off, like beating people up and like literally saving the day, and he's dancing. Uh, but he also like saves the day in his own right because he's like kind of yeah. you know protecting the person that they're you know trying to protect. So it's 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 really interesting. It was cool to like again play with that like he's not the main character of his, of his, of these stories, right? He's just, he's the guy in there in the background trying to survive. Um, and I think it was, uh, you know, I think he, he does a pretty good job, um, you know, uh, getting through these situations relatively unscathed. Yeah. I mean, that's classic Bard right there, right? Not the, not the star of their own show. Yeah. That's pretty great. Exactly. 
Now, will we will we see him develop into something more on the main stage, or is he? No spoilers, though. We know yeah, that. Yeah, I don't right. want to. I don't want to spoil it. But okay. he does. He does grow as a character um, through uh, through the book. So he he ends the book way different than he starts it. Oh, that's exciting. Oh, that's exciting right there. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and start getting people out there uh, checking out this campaign you guys have. You have it over on Kickstarter. Uh, it launched early September, so you guys have plenty of time to get in on this thing. Um, can you guys explain what tiers you have available for everybody? Um, yeah, I'll do the first couple, and then I usually let Pete do the last uh, two or three. Um, so we have a standard uh, digital tier. It's just the digital copy of the book. Um, it comes with what we've been calling My Greatest Hits, which is just a collection of digital, um, other digital comics that I've, I've done, uh, that I've written in the past. And then we're also doing like a playlist of songs that that inspired the book. Um, we have the just the standard physical tier. It's a physical copy of the book. Comes with two stickers um, and a bookmark, and everything in the digital tier. Um, it'll be nicely shrink wrapped on like a, a nice slab of cardboard so that it gets protected when it ships. Um, the other thing I really want to mention quick: uh, we have a pinup. We have a bunch of pinups that'll be in the back of the book. Um, so the book's 80 pages total. There are 66 pages of um, sequentials. Uh, we have a, a lot of fun back matter. We have character sheets for some of the characters in the book. Um, a lot of preliminary artwork that Pete has had, had done previously for the book. Um, and a bunch of pinups. Uh, one of the pinups is by uh, Skylar Patridge. Uh, she recently just did She-Hulk for Marvel. Um, she did a little bit of the question for DC. Um, she's doing an awesome, incredible pinup for us. And uh, basically what we're doing, it's, it's not really like a stretch goal. It's kind of like a fund goal. Like if we could fund this ASAP, uh, we're going to do a mini print of this, this specific pinup because it's so far it's amazing. Um, and we're going to stick that in the book as well. Um, so that's something to look forward to. Please back the book ASAP so we can get this going. Um, yeah. And then, am I missing one, Pete? I think digital, physical, that's it, right? Yeah, the, the, basically the to toss the coin to the... Oh, yeah, then the tip jar. Yeah, You got you to gotta throw jar. the tip jar in there, too. You got to so, just throw a dollar in here and there. We have a couple other ones. Pete, you want to take, take these? Sure, sure. Um, we've, got, um, we've got three art tiers. Uh, in this too, where um, uh, art tier one is um, traditional art that includes a five by seven uh, inked uh, original piece by me that will be of either our main character, Martin or uh, Gary, who is a secondary character in that he is a, uh, um, you know, he's a beautiful little goblinoid. Um, <laughs> so, uh, that'll be included in there. Um, and that comes with all the standard physical uh, physical edition stuff, as Matt described, um, uh, and the digital. Then we've got um, we've got uh, the next tier is aimed more toward our um, you know uh, TTRPG um, friends out there, um, where I will produce a, a high resolution digital um, portrait of your character of choice honestly um if you if you play dungeons and dragons if you play Shadowrunner, pathfinder i will draw your character for you and i will Ooh, there you go guys high definition uh high definition image um that's pretty cool and exciting uh 
And, uh, and then the big one is that same tier that I just described only will send you a 11 by 17 canvas uh, where your character is printed out on that in high quality, um, high quality canvas prints. Um, I've got some good experience with a couple of different printers that handle that sort of thing. So it, it'll be top quality. Um, everything in the art tiers is limited. Um, we've already, mm -hmm. we're already more than halfway through all of them and we're just a few days in uh, currently. So um, snatch them up while you can because I don't know if we're going to be adding any more after they're gone. Okay. That, yeah, the high quality D&D, &D, there's some of those guys have D&D &D characters that are old, old, old that don't let them die. <laughs> so, you know, you guys want to make sure you guys got a cool print of them. Um, that sounds awesome, guys. We're going to have all the links in the bio, of course, so you guys can go ahead and uh, start clicking away. Uh, also, where can we find you guys on the social medias in case people want updates? You guys want to shout those out? Yep. So I'm at Mattman Begins. It's like Batman Begins, but with my name, Matt, uh, pretty much everywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, Friendster. Uh, Friendster. <laughs> yeah, all those other social medias. Um, yeah, I have the same username pretty much everywhere. Okay. Good. I'll fire up that Friendster. Don't don't yeah. you doubt that. that. <laughs> what about you, Pete? Um, you can find me at uh, Pack P A C Illustration uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I think Tumblr and maybe even Recipes.com. Okay, <laughs> Recipes.com. Yeah, <laughs> go over there, see his art and his chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Get them both in the same spot. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Awesome. Dude, thank thank you. you for having us. All right, guys, that's going to be it for us. Again, check out the links below so you guys can go ahead and support this Kickstarter, get in on this on the ground floor, and we'll see you guys next week. All right, bye. Take care.